Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and I wanted to tell you a little bit more of, about another adventure I had on my way to New York this weekend. Last Thursday, on my cross-country flight from Newport Beach, California, to New York, on one leg of the trip, I had the aisle seat, and wonder of wonders, the middle seat was open, and then the window seat was filled by a jolly woman. She no sooner sat down than she began prattling about first one thing and then another. So I put my studying away, got out my knitting, and decided to make a new friend of my fellow traveler. It wasn't long until window woman said, so what do you do? Oh, I write Bible studies and act as a corporate pastor, and I explained that to her. And how about you? I work at a Jewish preschool. Always interested in all things Jewish, I asked her whether she was conservative or reformed or possibly even orthodox. Well, I guess I'd be conservative, she said, but I only go to temple on high holy days. But why? Because on those days, the services are free. Otherwise, it costs too much. So you just don't go? Well, actually, I sometimes go to the non-denominational churches by me, and those are always free. Well, then I was really puzzled. She continued reading to me from her magazine and told me the details about the bat mitzvah she would be attending in Brooklyn. Finally, I could take it no longer and turned to her and said, Wendy, I just got to ask you something. When you go to church, what do you do with Jesus? Oh, the funny thing is, they don't talk about him too much. Ugh, I suck, sunk a little lower in my airplane seat. What to do with Jesus? In our morning briefings, we got to know Jesus through a verse-by-verse -verse study of Luke's gospel in the fall of 08. After all, Jesus is central to our lives, faith, and reason for becoming student for the students of the word. In Jesus, we meet love incarnate, teaching beyond compare, and the miraculous amongst us. In Jesus, we meet love divine, consummated on the rugged cross. At the close of Luke's gospel, we marched right into Jerusalem, following our author Luke in his writing of the Acts of the Apostles. Jesus ascended and the Holy Spirit descended. The disciples became beacons of the Christian message and the early church was formed. Saul the Hebrew, who hated the believers of Jesus Christ and what they were peddling and doing, set out to wipe them out. But God had another plan. He stepped right into his path as he traveled to Damascus and got his attention. Paul, the Greek form of his name, believed Jesus was his Messiah and turned the Mediterranean world upside down with his missionary journeys. So, our studying has followed Paul's footsteps as he wrote to the young believers, first to the church in the province of Galatia, and then to the church of Thessalonica. If you'd like to read the morning briefings on Luke, Acts, James, Galatians, or 1 Thessalonians, they are all available and downloadable for free at pastorwoman.com. So, why should you read or want to read God's Word as we next study Paul's follow-up letter to the church at Thessalonica? Reading the Word of God changes us. Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, the psalmist said in Psalm 119. He also said, I have hidden your Word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And your Word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. And as is written in Isaiah, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire, 
and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Besides all of the above reasons, the Bible is valuable for inspiration, correction, instruction in righteousness, and direction. So we will move next to 2 Thessalonians. The teachings of Paul are the principles of Christianity, of love, life in the spirit, the doctrine of salvation, community life, and conduct. And, as always, Paul points back to Jesus, to his grace, mercy, and our redemption through him. Well, back to Window Woman. After all, we had two and a half hours together from Minneapolis to New York. So, Wendy, I said, since you said you feel good when you go to the non-denominational church and all, I've heard of Messianic Jews. You too, right? She nodded. Well, wouldn't Jesus be worth looking into? Oh no, I was raised with the understanding and belief that Jesus was not the Messiah. I'm 33. I'm certainly not going to start questioning that now. And then, but I would like to read your stuff. Could I? So, of course, I gave her a card and told her to check out the website where she could find a lot of my stuff. Why do I devote myself to writing about the meaning and message of God's word? Not because I am a student, though I am. Not because I've come to love it, though I do. But for me, really, it is all about the Jesus stuff. 2,000 plus years later, I still believe what he said of himself. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, though we can and ought to get to know God and his plans through scripture, it all points to Jesus. Window Woman, in an odd way, helped to clarify that for me yet again. Making friends with fellow travelers as we go. You can see this in its entirety on pastorwoman.com. <music>